This podcast contains mature themes and explicit language. Movie Lovers is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Gee, Billy, I can't wait till I can go to hike school. <laughs> Don't you say that. Don't you ever say that. You've got to cherish it, for the love of God. You could do the cheek. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, Jacobson. What happened to what is up, Jacobson? Well, it's been a minute since we've done an episode. That's true. We've been we've been a little busy. We have. Oh yeah, I proposed to this one. Yes. Can you believe she said yes? <laughs> I still can't uh, believe it. I don't know why you like me, but I'm glad you do. I like you a lot. One might say that I love you. Oh. Oh jeez. Oh jeez, Rick. Ah! Okay. So I mean We always talk about how today is a special day. Today is a special day. But, uh, I mean, yeah, this is... Today's episode is a movie that makes up about 30% of Jonah's personality, so... 30%. All right, see, before you were saying, like, 15%, so... I've doubled it. Yes. Well, this is episode 39 for us, and that is cool, because I'm turning 39 in a couple weeks. Yeah. So it's a props... Plus, yes, I mean, this movie helped define me as a human being. Uh, Billy Madison, mm-hmm. which came out in... 1995. Correct. I was in fifth grade, I believe, or sixth grade. This came out in February of 95. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I was in fifth grade, so... Yeah. Um, anywho, I picked this movie because it is awesome and because I quote it constantly to this day... Uh, oh, and most importantly, uh, and everyone that knows me knows this, but I call everybody Billy, and I have my whole life ever since this movie came out, because I think the name Billy is really funny. Right. And the the restaurant that I work at part-time, we even have a, a burger called the Billy Burger on the menu. So if you're you're starting <laughs> to pick up what I'm putting down, this, is kind of, this movie is kind of my jam. Yes. Yeah, I mean, quite literally, if you've ever met Jonah... He probably called you Billy before he remembered your name. Yeah. Uh, lately, I've been I've switched it to Willie. I've been calling everyone Willie because yeah. it's funnier now. It's, it's been an evolution. That it has. <laughs> well, why don't we watch the trailer? Suntan lotion is good for me. He was born into privilege. Oh, really, fool? Really? And stood to inherit a fortune. But for 27-year-old Billy Madison, there's just one problem. How could I hand over my company to someone who couldn't even get through school? That's nice. Billy is not an idiot. Give me one more chance. I'll prove I can take over. First grade through 12th grade, all over again. And then I get to take over Madison Hotels. You're on. I want you all to meet Billy. Billy. You want some more of that? I didn't think so! Don't you think it's a little pathetic that just because of who your father is, you get to come to school all over again? Yes, I do. 
Are you retarded or something? Yeah. Good morning, class. So let's all open up our reading its fun books to page 69. 69. <laughs> Where's Billy? He's in school, man. So what's it like being back in school? I don't know. I kind of feel like an idiot sometimes. Although I am an idiot, so it kind of works out. Universal Pictures presents Norman Invasion of England. 1066. That is correct. Adam Sandler. I am the smartest man alive! Spanish Armada. 1466. 67. Billy Madison. 1469. 1514. 1981. God, give me the answer! Jacobson, what was your first memory with this movie? I'm not really sure. I know that I saw this movie growing up because who didn't see all of the Adam Sandler movies if you were a child or a teenager in the 90s? But I just, yeah, I have no idea when it was. And I didn't I didn't really cling to Billy Madison. It wasn't one of my Adam Sandler five, you know, like top five. Which is weird to me because usually everyone says their favorite Adam Sandler movie is Happy Gilmore. And then their second is either this or Wedding Singer. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I do have, I don't know where I was planning on talking about it, but I do have... Um, like a list of all of his, it's like the, the decade of the nineties and all of his big movies. And yeah, Billy Madison is like in my bottom, right? my bottom few. Actually, I think I'm talking about that in my controversial take. Billy so. Madison is in your bottom. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 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 what was your first memory? Do you remember the first time you saw it? Yes. Um, as with many of these fantastic comedies that came out between 94 and 96, uh, my father took me to go see them in the theater. So thanks, Pop. Um, I'm sure that my dad thought this was funny, but also incredibly stupid. <laughs> I can even imagine him saying that. So there you are. Yep. And then, of course, I bought it on VHS tape and then watched it. Incessantly. Incessantly. I'm sure. And then I had to buy it on DVD. And so I've owned a few versions of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, why don't we jump into Mally Explains Movies? Mally Explains Movies. In 30 seconds or less? Yeah, right. So, Billy Madison. Oh, okay, so this movie is about Billy Madison is a rich kid. I'm not, well, he's not a kid. How old is he fucking supposed to be? He's an adult. He's in his 20s. He's in he's his like 20s. 27 or something. Okay. And his father is super rich. He's like a Hilton. I guess I read somewhere that like the amount of hotels that they say that they own, like they would be richer than the Hiltons. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but he's just a total fuck off. He just gets drunk and lounges around all the time. And uh, his dad threatens to leave the company to Bradley Whitford's character, who is a big douche nozzle. Eric. Eric. And Billy doesn't want that because Eric's a bad guy. And so they come up with an agreement because they think that Billy's too stupid to mm -hmm. run a company. And his dad divulges that he had to pay off all of his teachers and stuff to get him to graduate. So they make an agreement that Billy's going to go through and redo all of school from 
does he start in kindergarten or does he start first in first grade? grade? Yeah, so, Miss Lippy's class. Right, first grade all the way through and graduate from high school all over again. And if he can do that, then his dad will leave the company to him. That is the gist. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and the shenanigans. And, and a lot so. of, uh, yeah, Adam Sandler-isms. And thus, Insert here. <laughs> thus has born one of the greatest comedies of all time, hands down. Oh. Sounds like you're going to disagree. That's okay. That's okay. But I love you and I know how much you love this movie, so. Yeah. It's not just that I love it. It's that this is part of me. It is. <laughs> this is, yeah. <laughs> we even have the O'Doyle category in our podcast, obviously, comes we from this do. movie. Okay. How about best actor? Who do you have? I mean, Adam Sandler, because he's pretty much playing himself in the whole movie, but... So is he acting? Um, <laughs> I guess not. That's my question. All right, that's fair. <laughs> Who did you have? I said Bradley Whitford, just because... So I'm a huge Bradley Whitford fan, and if you've watched The West Wing, or more recently The Handmaid's Tale, or a billion other things that he's been in... He's a fucking serious ass actor, but he just throws himself into this role completely. I mean, he's pretty subdued for like the first half, but then you really see his like dick side come out in the back half of the movie and he just does a wonderful job. He 100% commits. Yeah, actually fun fact about that. Um so Bradley Whitford after this movie came out, he never he never saw it, but people were coming up to him in public and on the street and stuff like that and like quoting things from the movie. <laughs> Like, oh, Eric is pregnant. Yeah, is he a little soccer player? You know, like that whole thing and God. going up to him. And he, so <laughs> he's like, what? That was sort of how he realized that this movie had was actually a big success. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd be interested to go back in his IMDb and just see like, how many comedies has he actually done? It's probably not very many. Probably not. Um, he was great in this movie, though. And um, and it's funny because anytime I see him in anything, I'm always like, hey, it's Eric. Oh, hey, Eric, so nice to see you, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Or did you see that guy's balls? Yeah, they were weird looking. (laughs) So you know he's got weird looking balls. Yeah. Okay, so that's best actor. (laughs) (laughs) And this is super special. So let's do the O'Doyle, which fucking comes from this movie. Yay, this is a special moment in our podcast for sure. O'Doyle rules! Hell yeah! So, I mean, <laughs> the O'Doyle is the O'Doyles. Right. So, I mean, you have to pick one of the O'Doyles. I, I went for Final Boss O'Doyle, so I guess it would be Final Boss 12th grade O'Doyle. And he was the one who, who packed Billy's locker with, um like, cow shit or whatever. Yeah. O'Doyle rules. So... Oh, there was you... a father O'Doyle. He was driving the car... Yeah. That then slipped on the banana peel and drove off the cliff. Right. Did you get that? That that's what happened? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, All I right. got it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you stupid? Did you fucking get that joke? Phil, we were there. Are you mental? mental? <laughs> uh, so you, I didn't actually get around to reading that article that you sent me about the O'Doyles. Oh, Talk yeah. Talk about that a little bit. So, that, yeah, we, there was an article, um, I can't remember even where it came from or whatever, but someone had tracked down all the O'Doyle 
kids and where they are now. Yeah. Um, you know, the oldest one is uh, way older than me. He's like in his 50s or something like that. <laughs> but some of them would get recognized, you know, even to this day. And people would come up to them and be Seriously? like, oh, Doyle rules. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's funny. Um, And none of them, you know, really did anything outside of this. Yeah. So Ugh. can you oh. imagine that? Oh, but one of them. So one of them shows up to a casting for the. It said like, looking for redheaded males between the ages of sixteen and twenty-one, and so he shows up, you know, in some auditorium, and it's just full of redheaded dudes. Can you imagine <laughs> that? Like hundreds of redhead guys all trying to be O'Doyle. Hilarious. I will uh, have to grab some images from that article and, and share, like then and now. Yeah. Photos of, of all the O'Doyles. That'd be a real hoot, as they say here yeah, in Minnesota. A real hoot nanny. Wow. All right. Um, Character you most identify with? I mean, for me, obviously, Billy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, because mine is Bradley Whitford. <laughs> really? Wow. He thinks Billy's so stupid, and I'm sorry. He is really stupid. You're but- And you're going to marry me? Are you out of your gourd? <laughs> The thing is, though, to put this in context, it's not like you sit around and you're like, Billy Madison is my favorite movie of all time right now. Like, it's it's a nostalgic thing. Like, it's obviously in like your, your like, if you had to name your top 10 movies of all time, Billy Madison would be in it. Yeah, it'd but be in my be- top five. But it's because you fell in love with it when you were a fifth grader. Right. And it's just stuck with you. That's so... <laughs> I mean, that's so fair. I can't even argue with that. Right. So, of course, I'm still going to marry you, yeah. even though I'm identifying with Bradley Whitford. But you, like, you literally have to listen to me quote this movie every day to this day, and I'm turning 39 in two weeks. Yeah. So, you poor woman. <laughs> you quote it so much that I end up quoting it also because you say those things so much. Like, in previous episodes, we've done the so hot, want to touch the hiney. Right. Like, I've said that. Yeah. And I don't even like this movie. <laughs> so. <laughs> Chris Farley, that is correct. You know, <laughs> and he takes his shirt off. My right. favorite part of watching you do impressions of either Adam Sandler or Chris Farley is watching your mouth move. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got those big ass lips too. Mm. Big old piss flaps. Ew, don't call them piss flaps. That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about most iconic moment or moments and scenes that are our favorites. You go first. All right. So if I had to choose three, I wasn't able to narrow it down to three. I refuse to do any less. Um, <laughs> the whole like get on the bus, Mrs. Vaughn scene, because I'll quote that whole monologue the whole like that veronica vaughn is one piece of ace me and her got it on no no you didn't (laughs) well (laughs) no we didn't no we didn't but a friend of mine did no no they didn't no no they didn't but you can imagine what it'd be like if they did right 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 (laughs) get on the bus (laughs) you know (laughs) <laughs> Good job. Thank I mean, you. That deserves a round Thank of you. applause. Thank you. Uh, and then dodgeball is special time for Miss Lippy. That whole thing when he walks in. Oh, yeah. And she's like dancing to that Indian sitar music. <laughs> Fucking Mrs. Lippy. Uh, and then do you remember the, the Donkey Kong sucks scene in the in the elementary school cafeteria? Oh, yeah. When they're talking about games and yeah, stuff. The yeah. The one kid's like, Mortal Kombat is the greatest game of all time. 
And and Adam Sandler's like, I agree that it's good, but I think Donkey Kong is better. And then the little kid's like, Donkey Kong sucks. You know what? You suck. <laughs> that whole fucking, I mean, because that's literally conversations that I had myself in right. school. Yeah, I actually, I have that in my favorite quotes, just that, you know something, you suck, because that's totally how some of our arguments t- tend to go down. Right. You, you tell me, you know, you're something. I'm like, no, you're just something. Fuck you. All right, what do you got? Most iconic moments, favorite scenes. Uh, favorite scene I really love when he's fucking up the kids when they're playing dodgeball. Yeah, which have, apparently he was really actually hurting them. Yeah, I was going to say, I have fun facts about that for movie mm-hmm. magic. <laughs> Some kids cried. But yeah, so I'll spoil it now. So yeah, he was throwing the ball as hard as he could at the kids. And when you hear them saying ouch in the movie, that's them actually saying ouch because they were getting so hard, getting hit so hard, not getting so hard. <laughs> <laughs> There's no hard kids in this movie that we know of. But uh, even more so, the director, or the editor, rather, had to cut away from the kids after they got hit by the ball so that you wouldn't actually see them crying, because they were crying for real. Okay, and then another scene that I really love is the peeing your pants is cool scene. Mm -hmm. Just because it's so heartwarming. I had an accident. You had an accident? What does that mean? Go! Oh, I know. Okay. Uh, don't worry, buddy. You hang tight. I'll be right back. Hey, look, everybody. Billy peed his pants. Of course I peed my pants. Everybody my age pees their pants. It's the coolest. Really? Yes! You ain't cool unless... You pee your pants. Wow. Hey, man, Ernie pees pants, too. All right. That's one of those, you know, Adam Sandler does this in all of his movies where, like, he's just an absolute moron idiot. But then you you have those those scenes that are like, oh, and then it really pulls you in. Yeah. Everybody pees your pants. It's the coolest. (laughs) The coolest. How many times have you heard me say (laughs) that in our whole relationship? (laughs) And then uh, another scene that is iconic in our household is the hike school. Yeah. Gee, Billy, I can't wait till I can go to hike school. (laughs) Don't you say that. Don't you ever say that. You got to cherish it, for the love of God. You could do the cheek. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I I have a blanket that I call my high school blanket, and I just call it my high school blanket. Because <laughs> I've had it since high school. So. high school <laughs> <Yeah>. blanket. <laughs> for the love of God. Um, and then the uh, the belly laugh that you let out in the... There's just like a tiny little scene where all the kids are getting checked for lice. And Adam Sandler puts, like, rice in his hair or yeah. something and sits down. And then the nurse's reaction when she goes to look in his hair. <laughs> you laughed so fucking hard for some reason. <laughs> oh, this movie. I really need to get a Billy Madison tattoo. I mean, if if I was going to get a tattoo from any movie. Right. I did see on the internet uh, when I was, you know, I hop on Instagram and whatever and like source images and stuff to share on our social media. And I saw someone who got a tattoo of uh, a pair of jeans with the wet spot. And then it had like the banner that was like 
peeing your pants is the coolest yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, I should get like a, just a tattoo of an actual dodgeball and it should say, dodgeball time is special time for Miss Lippy too. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dork. Okay, let's move into least favorite scenes. What do you have? I imagine not many. Um. Yeah, I've never been into the whole penguin thing. Like, I don't know. That's just not... I've never been into, like, I'm drunk and that's funny, or I'm on drugs and that's funny type of humor. Right. So, like, drinking and pothead humor is just not funny to me. But so the fucking penguin, I just don't get it. Yeah, I had the penguin in my notes, too. It's just... Yeah. I mean, the, it leads to him, like, when he's driving the golf cart around and he ruins the gardener's, like, bushes and stuff like that. Like, that element of it is funny, but other than that, I'm just not... Right. There was a certain point when I was like, how is seeing a penguin when you're drunk uh, what actually happens when you're drunk? I think that's more like schizophrenia if you're seeing things that aren't there. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just silly. It's nudity magazine day. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so some of the scenes <laughs> that I wasn't into. In general, I fucking hate the Adam Sandler voice. The, like, the stupid, yeah. like, the infantile. Yeah, the, like, the shampoo. Shampoo sucks. Conditioner is better. That it, whole thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the equivalent that of a grown-ass man doing baby talk. Like, think about how much you hate it. Like, if I spend too much time with my sister, she baby talks her animals a lot, and I just, like, pick it up. And yeah. then I'm baby talking the animals and I shit don't done. like it. Yeah, that's how I feel about Adam Sandler and his stupid fucking baby voice. Okay. So that's one thing. Um, the black maid being horny all the time? Just why? That, that You don't like that? That's super funny. Mm. She's like, I'll take my shirt off. And he's like, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just... I'm like, why? Why? Mm, he's a fine that. piece of ass, too. <laughs> you know, when he's walking up the stairs. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, that humor rubbed me wrong. And I don't know if it's because it just felt so, like, politically incorrect for them to be. It's like in the 90s and they're rich. So, of course, they have a black maid in their house. Like, and then she's, like, coming on to him all the Like, it just was, like, thing on top of thing that was making me cringe. You can stay home and help me shave my armpits. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No, that's okay. I'll go to school. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh. another thing that I did not enjoy and did not age well and would never be in a movie today is the horny principal. Oh, yeah. With mm-hmm. Mr. Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> with the... Uh, the valentine yeah yes i'm horny (laughs) and he tries to like i don't know like hump his leg at graduation or something Mm -hmm. like dude just i'm still horny (laughs) (laughs) i love that part that's so fucking funny good you know what i'm glad it's not fucking politically correct now that's what makes these movies from this generation so much more special and why i'm always gonna watch them is because they weren't so like uptight about everything and you know right like Don't don't suck the fun and the funny out of the room just because, like, every, everyone wants to, you know, virtue signal and take the high ground and pretend like they're offended by everything so that everyone else thinks they're, like, you know, so amazing and better or whatever. But it's like, fuck off already, you know? Mm. I'm so sick of that shit. Yeah. Well, with some stuff in this movie, it just kind of took me out of it because I was just so, like, ah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, you can't, like, there's lots of things. But you could mm-hmm. say any of the 80s or 90s comedies. I mean, even some of the early 2000s. Remember when we did um, 
uh, waiting the Ryan Reynolds movie for this podcast. Yeah. There was some shit in there. <laughs> yeah. And that was only, that movie came out, what, 17 years ago? Right. Yeah. I guess that is a while ago, but still. Right. right. You know. Well, yeah. Well, into the 2000s, there were unsavory things happening in movies. So. See, the fact that you need to say that, though, even illustrates my point further. Mm. Yeah, it was unsavory, but it was comedy. Right. Well, and a lot of it, I don't find funny today. Yeah. Like, I wasn't finding the maid funny. I wasn't finding the principal funny. Like, humor's just changed. All right. Well, we can we can, we can agree to disagree. You don't have to think something is funny. Right, right. So the, uh, the one last mention of scene that I didn't enjoy, what the fuck with the musical scene? What the fuck? While that was happening, I was just, like, head in my hand, like, why is this happening right now? It's very SNL-esque, you know, yeah. to, like, throw this funny little skit in the middle of the movie. It but. reminded me of, um like, a musical part from, uh like, Be- the Beauty and the Beast animated movie or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, like, Oklahoma or something, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, this big... Happy-go-lucky, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And Mrs. Vaughn and the, like, the, like... What was it the beer made outfit or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do uh, Mallory's They Need to Fuck category. Mallory's They Need to Fuck. <laughs> oh, here we go. So there were so many pairings I could have gone with, but um, all right, so here we go. Billy and Mrs. Vaughn. Yeah. The obvious one. Obvious. Principal Anderson and Billy. Yeah, that's going to be a hard pass for me. <laughs> Here we go. Bus driver Chris Farley and Mrs. Vaughn. No, no, you didn't. Bus driver Chris Farley's friend and Mrs. Vaughn. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> Number five, imagining what it would be like if they did. Oh, look at you. Him and her got it on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to say Billy and Veronica just to You're so just to actually see it. You're so vanilla. You're fucking vanilla. All right, favorite quotes, Jacobson, you lead it off. Okay. <laughs> another see another line that wouldn't get put in a movie today, but um comes out of our mouths a little more than I'd like to admit. Uh this is Billy. I think he's retarded or something. <laughs> I heard he's retarded or something. Yeah. Um, and then when Billy is in Veronica's, Veronica's class in the third grade, and she talks about turning to page 69, and he's like, 69! <laughs> ah! And I wrote down, OMG, he's you. <laughs> yeah, bingo night. When it's bingo night, and they yeah. call O sixty nine. 69 I mean, everybody kind of hoots and hollers, but you are the loudest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, you have to mention something like the today, Junior. Like, that's Mm -hmm. something that people say all the time. I actually forgot that that came from this movie until that line (laughs) came around. And then a Jonah quote. I think this was on the bus scene when they're, like, daring him to go touch Veronica's boob or something. You said, just a little 90s sexual assault humor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What about you? All right, here we go. So I had to shorten my list. So I'm just going to run through these quick. These just basically, these are the ones that I say daily in my life. Yes. Here we go. No milk will ever be our milk. (laughs) 
Dodgeball is special time for Miss Lippy. Old man Clemens hates shit. <laughs> you do call <clears throat> that a lot. <laughs> Veronica Vaughn, so hot, wants to touch the hiney. Oh. He called the shit poop. <laughs> Who would you rather bone, Meg Ryan or Jack Nicholson? <laughs> it's Nerdity Magazine Day. The whole piece of Ace scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess that's the... Oh, no, that is a different scene than Veronica Vaughn, so hot, want to touch the hiney. Okay. Yeah. Today, Junior, I wrote that one down, too. Pee in your pants is the coolest. <laughs> that is correct. And gee, Billy, I can't wait till I go to hike school. Hike school. Oh, and here are my Mally quotes. You said, I'm glad this isn't the first time I've seen this. <laughs> yeah. You said, oh, my God, he is you. About Billy and me. Yeah. And you were like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> so the thing is, like, you were talking about how the, the whole musical number scene or whatever, mm-hmm. it was so random. But also the scene where he starts dancing on the stairs to the Culture Club song. Right. You know that whole scene? And he's like, and he's got that, like, cut off sweater thing, we- that weird outfit he's wearing, too. Yep. It's just an excuse for him to be silly Adam Sandler. And that's all that was. Yeah. All right, let's jump into alternate porn title. Uh, it's time for whole alternate porn uh, title. Oh, God, yeah. All right, I'll go first. So yeah. instead of Billy Madison, Willie Jam It In. <laughs> That's not bad. Actually, this one was hard. That one was, that one, Willie Jam It In. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I have Fill My Ass, Son. Philly, Philly, my ass, son. I don't know. Yours is better. Yours is better. Oh my god! You've there have been a few episodes where your yours has been better. So Willie Jamadin is definitely better than wow. mine. Mine sucks. With I couldn't think of anything. The fact that I get to win Billy Madison alternate porn title. That's yeah. You scored some brownie points. Go me. Yeah. All right, Diane moment, aka noticing things in the background. Yes, if you're tuning in for the first time. Diane was my mother. She passed away in 2016. She notoriously is always watching the background of movies, be in the middle of a scene and be like, mm, look at that lamp. So this is yeah. that. <laughs> uh, I noticed photos of a, an actual young Adam Sandler around uh, Billy Madison's dad's office. Nice. Nice attention to detail set people. Mm-hmm. And then there was the one photo of Bruce Jenner before oh, yeah. he became Caitlyn Jenner. Yes. Right. You pointed that out. Yeah. So I just wrote down, he's got a lot of sweet shit in his room and then in the tent that he has in the backyard, but I didn't really like clock any one specific thing, but there's just, there's a lot of stuff to look at. That's all I got. How about we jump into music score and sound trick? Music score and sound trick. Music score and sound track score and sound track score and sound Music score and soundtrack Music score and soundtrack Music score and soundtrack Music score and soundtrack The funny thing is is that you have to imitate what you're doing in the category intro where we already say music score and soundtrack about seven different times. Yes. <laughs> and so you're just adding an extra one. And you say it the exact same as the opening one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like It's a perfect repeat. segue. Yeah. <laughs> 
I have never had more fun in my life than I did doing all of these little like musical segue <laughs> bits for our podcast oh, God, yeah. in the studio. That day was fun. If I ever have free time again in the studio, which I don't know if I will, um, I want to do a few more of, yeah. of our categories. <laughs> you definitely should. Yeah. All right. Uh, Randy Edelman did the soundtrack to this, the score, as it will. Uh, silly, memorable, captures the mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, memorable, and like when I think about certain scenes from this movie, I immediately get his his score in my head. Okay. Or that like. <laughs> All right, I'll take your word for it. Okay. Uh, the soundtrack itself um, is always uh, it's always awesome in all the Adam Sandler movies. He really likes sticks. I've mm-hmm. noticed, um, and he even mentioned sticks, of course, in Big Daddy. Yep, yep. Uh, so this soundtrack had sticks, Culture Club, ELO, um, sort of some of the classic Sandler choices. Yeah. What's the song when he gets to high school? Oh yeah. No, no. You mean the the Billy Pass the Third Grade song? No, no, when he comes in the car and he's got the shirt. Oh, he's got the um, uh, REO Speedwagon shirt yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't really write a whole lot down for music because that's your... Oh, and the area. Billy Squire song in the, in the end credits. Everybody, have you heard? Ow, Brucey. Fucking... Bruce just clawed my ass because he <laughs> wants to come up. No, but I'm wearing all black. I don't want to be covered in cat hair. So unrelated to this podcast, Bruce, who has our big fat cat, um, decided to wipe his ass on my favorite pajamas the other day. And I was like, (laughs) and it was when we we were watching Billy Madison. We were watching Billy Madison for this podcast. The pizza delivery guy had just come. So Mallory's standing in the front doorway of our house holding the pizza and the wings and everything. And I'm like, start smelling something. And I'm like, why does it smell like straight up shit ass cat ass? (laughs) And then I looked down and I was like, oh my God. And like Bruce had had left a bacon strip. He dragged his he dragged his spider button right across my favorite pajamas. And I was like, I was so hungry for pizza and wings that I was like, oh whatever, I didn't care. But it like kind of made my stomach turn and I was like questioning whether I should eat in right. that moment. Yeah, I was like, well, and you're wearing your like pajama onesie. Yeah. So I'm like, just unzip and just give that to me. I'm gonna go put it in the washer right now. Go change. And then we'll eat. Yeah. <laughs> so you just, like, like, stripped down to literally nothing. Yeah. I think you're only wearing socks. <laughs> <laughs> Sick, Bruce. Oh. I love you, Cat, but goddamn. Yeah, he's just, he's kind of got some butt issues. We kind of have yeah. to take he, care of that for him. He's too fat to clean his own asshole. Right, right. Okay, so let's whiz through some movie magic. Okay, so you are right. This movie came out in February of 1995, so it turned 27 years old this past February. Good God. Oh, I'm old. Yoo-hoo. Uh, there's a cool Rolling Stone article written by a fella named David Fear from 2015 called American Idiot, Why Billy Madison is Still Adam Sandler's Best Movie. You'd enjoy it, but I, I just pulled a couple of cool uh, little tidbits from it. Um, they talked about how... The director didn't really get the humor of the movie at first, but she really... Why did I just call it a she? It's not a she. The director? Or is it a she? It is a she. It is a she. Okay, cool. 
Tamara Davis. Tamara. Oh, okay, there we go. She she's um before this she was a uh, she did directed a lot of music videos. Oh. And she did and she did and did that movie uh, Bad Girls with Drew Barrymore and oh, Madeline Stowe. Okay, okay. I don't know if I've seen that. But, but she directed like a Beastie Boys video, um, a New Kids on the Block video, mm. and a, a Bette Midler video. Oh hey, so. Bette! I like Bette Midler. Uh, so yeah, so she didn't understand the movie right away, but quickly understood that silliness rather than salaciousness was the key. She said, I overloaded the sets and costumes with color to show how a kid sees things. She also switched out Wilson's mini skirt ensembles for summer dresses so as not to over-sexualize her. But thanks to the filmmaker's shiny, happy setup, our boy Madison never feels neutered. He simply comes off as a slightly pervier version of Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) (laughs) I love. So Stanley remembers showing Lauren Michaels the script and having having the producer tell him, there's some funny stuff, but maybe this shouldn't be your first vehicle, a.k.a. your his first movie out of his SNL success. The comedian's response suggested that he was tempted to cut bait. If I write a skit and it doesn't get on the show, I don't sit and cry about it. I'll just write another one next week. So that's how I felt about B- Billy Madison. Um, yeah, that's kind of like in a nutshell what he does with his career. He will make these shit movies, and he's like, all right, well, moving on, and just goes on to the next one, which I love about him. Uh, Then there was another really cool article from Screen Rant by a gal named Rose Graceling Moore, 11 Things You Didn't Know About Billy Madison. I'm not going to go through all 11, just pulled out a few key favorites. You may have noticed that there was a lunch lady who was excessively proud of her extra sloppy Joes. I made them extra sloppies for you. <laughs> Definitely a reference to the Lunch Ladyland song mm-hmm. by Adam Sandler. Super cute. Cute? I don't know if cute's the word I want there. Anyway, uh, Chris Farley improvised the scene where he's pissed off and threatens to turn the bus around. I'll turn this damn bus around. I... Which doesn't surprise me. Yeah. He's just such a comic He's genius. all, like, sweaty, too, and his, like, comb <laughs> his over. His face is all red. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably was just, like, pounding cappuccinos before that. <laughs> or pounding something. I mean, yeah. right. Billy Madison is Robert De Niro's favorite film. Yes, Robert De Niro. I love you this much more now. Right? And we already talked about the dodgeball scene. This is interesting. I liked this. So the O'Doyle rules wasn't in... The original script, actually. So the script for Billy Madison was originally written by the dynamic duo Adam Sandler and Tim Harley. 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 I don't know how to pronounce that. Friends. They're friends who work together on SNL as well as on this film. And on um, uh, Adam Sandler's comedy albums, too, I believe. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That Which were really staples of my childhood. Me and my father would listen to um, his They're All Gonna Laugh at You Yeah, I used. Yeah, I used to actually listen to that. Uh, maybe not that. Was it that album? I don't know. There was some album that I remember listening to with um, Mike Leach, who was a friend of, like, our moms were friends. Mm. 
he was in my class. God, I haven't thought about him in a million years. Anyway, um, so Herlihy, that's how I'm going to say that, uh, recalls that despite not really knowing what they were doing, the pair were adamant about staying true to their original writing, even when the studio hated it. Universal hired a writer to come in and tweak the script, but Sandler simply reverted to the original lines when they were filming, making it near impossible for the studio to actually make any changes. Despite this, one very famous change did make it into the final version of the film, the O'Doyle Rules line. Now made famous by the movie, the line was repeated by multiple members of the O'Doyle family, big red-haired bullies who Billy deals with in several grades. Since Billy Madison, the O'Doyle name has appeared in several more Sandler movies, usually attached to unpleasant people. Hence the reason for our O'Doyle category. Right. Uh, at my restaurant, so we had a big redheaded dude named Brandon, and then there was also Justin, who you know, working in the kitchen or whatever. Yeah. And so we used to call them the O'Doyles. Really? Because they were both big redheaded dudes, you know? They, they weren't they didn't like it, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder why. Uh, fun fact about the Madison Mansion. So it's an actual house in Parkwood Estate lo- called... Parkwood Estate, located in Ontario, and it has appeared in tons of film and TV series. It was Professor X's School for the Gifted in the 2000s X-Men, and it's also the house that Dennis Leary breaks into in The Ref, among many others. I like that movie. Uh, Yeah, The Ref was one of my mom's favorite movies, so I thought that was cool. And then one last fun fact, the names on Steve Buscemi's People to Kill list that he crosses Billy's name off of are actually all crew members. Man, am I glad I called that guy. (laughs) (laughs) And that is all I took down for movie magic. Nothing nothing too in-depth, because it's just a fun, lighthearted comedy. Yeah. Nice six-minute long movie magic. It's probably the shortest one we've ever done. Yep. Hey, Jacobson, would this movie be better with Jean-Claude Van Damme in it? I wrote, it couldn't be any worse, honestly. Yeah, I also said no. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's no uh, black silk underwear in this movie. All okay, right. moving along. Who would you bone? Who would you bone, baby? Who would you bone? Who would you bone? <sighs> Miss Veronica Vaughn, so hot. Want to touch the hiney? Ow. That is also who I wrote. Really? Veronica, duh. Yeah, I wrote, that's so funny. Uh, that I thought you were going to actually say Adam Sandler. He kind of had some abs going on when he was like in the pool and stuff. There are movies when I'm like, oh, hey, Adam Sandler. But he's just so stupid in this movie. I just, <laughs> turns me off. All right. Turns me off. Who would you not bone? Principal Anderson. <gasps> oh my God. Really? High five. I'm so, yeah, I mean, you could have said, like, the bus driver played by Chris Farley or, like, Ernie, his third grade friend. <laughs> There's so many, or the penguin, or um, Juanita, the maid. <laughs> yeah, there's literally dozens of people that I would mm. not bone in this movie, just to be clear. <laughs> but he was the most unsexually desirable. Ugh, yeah, he's just icky. All right, controversial take. What have you got, my love? I think that Sandler peaked early. All of his best movies he made in the beginning of his career. Um, I'm looking at your list right now, and this is totally true. See, oh, I was going to say, too, like, I've been wanting to do an episode on Bulletproof. That's his movie that came out in 96 with Damon Wayans. 
But I'm worried that we won't get a lot of downloads for it because it's so underrated and a lot of people don't remember it or whatever. But it came right between Happy Gilmore and The Wedding Singer. Mm. And I fucking love that movie. I actually don't think I've seen it. Oh, shit. We might just have to watch it just for funsies. Right. Because if I'm going to do if we're going to do another Adam Sandler movie, I really would love to watch The Wedding Singer. Right. And that's the thing, too, is, like, I need to learn my lesson from, like, the Last Man Standing episode. Or My Blue Heaven. Or My Blue Heaven, which has barely gotten any downloads for this podcast. They're movies that I just happen to love from my childhood, but no one else All right. We're going to have those. You know, like, one day I'm going to make you watch Life as a House. Who's going to listen to the Life as a House episode except for millennials like me who whacked it to alternative Hayden Christensen in (laughs) eyeliner and blue hair? Like... It's Young very... Mally was flicking her bean to that. Mm-hmm. Playing with the man in the boat. Yeah. <laughs> so your controversial take is that he peaked early. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure that most people would agree. Because, like, his best movies, right. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, The Wedding Singer. Um, Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got some Waterboy fans out there, too. But, yeah, I mean, all those right. movies came out in a five-year span. Yeah. Yeah. He just... He became a household name because of the 90s and all of those movies that he did. Right. And SNL and all of it. So my controversial take is that I hate Adam Sandler's movies where he does the stupid voice constantly. So this movie, Little Nicky and The Waterboy can all get fucked. And if I would ne- if I never had to watch The Waterboy or Little Nicky ever again, which I don't see why I would have to, I would I would be a very happy man. I don't think I'm going to make you watch them for this movie. There's too too many other Adam Sandler movies I would want to do before that. Exactly. So exactly. Emotional take. Um. Yeah. Just rest in peace, Chris Farley and Norm Macdonald. I mean, actually, a lot of um actors from this movie have since passed away, hmm. um, which I'll talk about in my bullet points. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I had my whole. Is it called a eulogy for Chris Farley when we did the Beverly Hills Ninja episode? Yeah. 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 yeah, if you're a fan of of these actors, even if Beverly Hills Ninja isn't at the top of your list, you should go listen to that episode because it was a really good, really good episode. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and then of course Norm Macdonald just passed away recently. Yeah, uh, within the last year. So that's sad. Mm-hmm. What about you? My emotional take is that even though this is in my bottom three of his '90s era movies, I enjoy watching it with you because it's such a part of you. The quotes, the mannerisms, calling everyone Billy, even though this movie is the epitome of stupid, it makes me love you. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> See, that's why I thought you, another reason why I thought you would say Adam Sandler was the who you would bone mm. is because. Yeah, he did too much of the stupid Adam Sandler voice right. for me. But I understand where your head's at. Uh, who do you have the Oscar going to? So I didn't write anything down. I wanted to see where the conversation would lead me, honestly. And um, I'm going to give the Oscar to Adam Sandler, even though this isn't my favorite of his movies. Doesn't matter what I think is still a classic to everyone else. And it launched his movie career. So. You well, really like, think can't about it. Refute that. Think about it, like you know, with Polly Shore, right? Polly Shore was just playing himself in Encino Man. Well, he was playing himself in all of his movies, mm-hmm. but like Encino Man and the Son-in-Law, you know, his his bigger successes or whatever. 
um, where he was playing himself. And it was like, it was before that particular thing got old for people, you know? Yeah. And so this is Adam Sandler just being himself. And the director, Tamara Davis, even said, like, I knew that the best way to approach this movie was to just let Adam Sandler be Adam Sandler. Yeah. And and there you have and it. And you have this timeless comic masterpiece. And anyone that doesn't agree with me can fuck off. Okay. You can fuck off, Jacobson. You can fuck off. Um, I want a divorce. I said. I also... Uh, <laughs> we're not even married yet. Uh, I have the Oscar going to Adam Sandler for his persona in this and everything, but also his writing since he co-wrote the script. Right. I wonder how many other of his movies he has writing credit on probably is a, it lot. a lot probably a lot i would yeah, guess i'll have to look that up but um a lo- actually a lot of shit got caught out of this movie apparently it was way longer mm. so i want to go back and watch all the deleted scenes shit i bet we could find them on youtube yeah um and uh yeah i have a little bit about that in my bullet points as well all jacobson right. rate this movie one through ten I personally gave it a three. No. I gave it a three. How dare you? Oh, don't you look at me with that sad face. That really, I'm going to cry. That really upsets me. Why? (laughs) You gave Billy Madison a three? Jacobson, how could you do that? You know, when we do Hook, you're going to give it like a two. So go eat a dick right now. God, I hope we don't, I hope we don't do Hook because I never want to watch that movie again. I'm going to make you watch it. It's an abomination. You're an abomination. (laughs) (laughs) You're a bitch. You're a bitch. Ow! (laughs) All right. Impact and influence of this movie on, oh shit. I don't get to give my score. No, because we know you gave it a 10. I fucking gave it a a 10. Who gives a fuck what you think? A 10 for me, but probably a 4 or a 5 for all the uptight dickwads out there and you didn't even give it a 4, you gave it a three you biatch yeah all right fucking eat it god damn i love you anyway i love you too it makes me wonder if you actually like me though as a person (laughs) (laughs) you're my best friend i'm just marrying you for your cack Uh, i mean that's understandable yeah uh impact and influence of this movie on the industry i mean to sum it up it's it was his movie debut uh, Adam Sandler's production company, Happy Madison Productions. There you go. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Combo. Yeah. So that's the impact that it's had on the comedy movie industry. That's for damn sure. Uh, this movie was part of the 94 to 96 uh, classic comedy VHS run uh, that I owned all of them. Of course, uh, I worshipped all of them. And this movie really helped kickstart Adam Sandler's long movie career, mm-hmm. um, which he now just sort of like rests on the success of his earlier movie career. And he just like shits out these Netflix movies that suck ass. Or Although, he does amazing shit like Uncut Gems or what are some of his other serious movies? Punch Drunk Love. Right. Yeah. Which is weird. English. Is he in that, or am I? That's, he's not in that. No, movie. that is him. Is that? I think yeah. so. All right. Anyway, I still need to see Uncut Gems. Fuck, what's wrong with me? Jacobson, is it time for Jonah's bullet points? It sure is. Jonah's bullet points. Jonah's bullet points. It's the things I want to say, but I don't want to talk about. 
Sandler looks like he's always trying not to laugh. Have you noticed that? When you watch the movie, every scene, he's like always holding back a laugh. Especially in the high school scene. Yeah. You see his face when he's grabbing that kid's cheeks. It's like he's holding back a laugh the whole time. Uh, Rest in peace, Norm MacDonald. Rest in peace, Chris Farley. Five minutes in, Bruce wiped his asshole on my pajamas and it stunk so bad. (laughs) The first time Mally really laughed was the kid sitting on the sprinkler. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he just sat on it and was like, ah. Yeah. I love it. Water up his b-hole. Yes, the boob touching thing didn't age well. Mally laughed seven times during this movie. I counted. Oh, uh, Bridget Wilson was also Miss Teen USA 1990. Oh. And fun fact, I hooked up with the runner-up to Miss Teen Vermont mm-hmm. when I was in high school. I can't remember if I've mentioned that before. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Just saying. Uh, rest in peace, Teresa Merritt, a.k.a. Juanita, who played the maid. She died in 98 of skin cancer. Oh. Uh, rest in peace, Darren McGavin, who played Billy's dad. Uh, he died in 2006 of cardiovascular disease. Mm. Um, and I think he was pretty well known from being in that, is it a Christmas story movie? Oh, oh, is he the dad? Yeah. <gasps> uh, Saturday Night Live, firing Adam Sandler in 95 was actually a huge mistake, but it led to some awesome movies. So thanks, Lauren Michaels. <laughs> a lot of the deleted scenes from this movie actually involve Billy and his two drunk friends, um, played by Norm MacDonald and some other guy who I can't remember. Um... Uh, to me, that other guy that plays his other drunk friend is like a uh, bargain value Artie Lang, mm. which is weird because I felt like uh, so the Adam Sandler's first choice to play Norm Macdonald's character was actually David Spade. Of course. Uh, but then, yeah, but Norm Macdonald got the role. So I would have imagined at least like David Spade could have played the other guy, you know, or something. Or maybe he was busy making Tommy Boy or something. Maybe. But yeah, I'm actually glad that a lot of those scenes got cut out because I like the drunk friends thing was kind of my least favorite part of the movie anyway. You know, that drunk yeah. humor and the penguin and all that. I want to own the REO Speedwagon baseball tee. Okay. This is my final bullet point. Because, I'll do my best. Yeah, I'm sure it's available on the internet somewhere. Yeah. I will find it. Yes. And I, I will buy it we for We were talking you. about that shirt last night over dinner with our friends. We were. And that's it. Well, Jacobson, I am glad you made me watch this movie again. This is the second time we've watched it together. I mean, I don't want to watch it often, but every once in a while, I know how much it means to you. I feel like the more you watch it, though, the more you're going to appreciate it and the more you're going to love it. Okay. So I don't know make if I'm going to agree with that. Make me watch it in like a year. Okay. Or something. All right. Okay. I'm picking next week. I don't know what I'm picking. Didn't we decide last night what you were picking? It was like something that I wanted to watch, too. You mentioned it last night or recently. Did I? Yeah. Hmm. We'll have to rack our brains. I don't remember. Shit. This is going to bother me now. Okay. Well, sorry. Anyway. All right. (laughs) Well, hey, everyone. Get out there. Support your local movie theaters. Help them recover from the pandemic. Thanks for listening to this episode of Movie Lovers, and we will see you next time. Ow! Get on the bus. Oh, 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 yeah. We are movie. Movie lovers. We love movies because they're sweet. We are movie. Movie motherfuckers. We love movies. They can be beat. M-O-V-I-E. V-I-E. V-I-E. M-O-V-I-E.
Thanks for listening to Movie Lovers. If you like what you heard today, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your feedback goes a really long way to helping our little podcast that could be seen by the world. Also, don't forget to give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram too. You can find us by searching the handle Movie Lovers Pod on either platform. This is the part of the podcast where Jonah and I shamelessly promote our respective services that we provide in our careers. I'm a session musician and composer for hire. I do commission pieces ranging from podcast jingles to keyboard and orchestral arrangements, video game soundtracks, etc. The sky is the limit. If you're looking for custom composition services, you can find me on my website at www.jonahweingarten.com. That's J-O-N-A-H-W-E-I-N-G-A-R-T-E-N.com. Movie Lovers is a Mally Creative production. I, Mally, am the owner of Mally Creative, a marketing and multimedia design agency. If you or anyone you know is in the market for social media strategy, design, or management services, or perhaps you need a new website designed or even print or digital graphic design services, please reach out to me at my website, www.mallycreative.com. Again, that's www.mallycreative.com. If you'd like to advertise on our podcast, please reach out to us on social media, on our website at www.movieloverspod.com, or by contacting Mally Creative.